before I even begin this. Yeah. I want to apologize. And I know you're going to say, you don't need to apologize. Are you I, was about to be like, I thought you were going to totally different tack. What the hell are you? Okay. The, the ultimate fandom and the ultimate starstruck I think I've ever been was during this interview. Oh, so okay. for one, thank you for clicking uh, and play on the Art and Span show episode. This is a big one here as we talk to Jerry Cantrell from Allison Chains. Yeah, it's a big deal. Let me set the mood here for a second, okay? <laughs> so, I'm getting ready the day before on the 12th for my interview with Jim Root and with Rob from right. Volbeat. And I get an email from the label. And they say, hey, you're all set for a meet and greet with Allison Chains. Which, by then, I was, oh, oh my yeah, God. Yeah, right, right. Also, between 6 and 7, you're good for your interview with Jerry Cantrell. And I stopped for a second in the middle of the hot, hot heat at DTE. <laughs> and I said, holy out loud. But I was by myself. And I was like, this is happening. To me, Jerry Cantrell is one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Uh, you, to everybody. Yeah, he is a riff god. Some of the most legendary riffs in all of rock have come from Jerry Cantrell. On top of that, he is one of the most badass people on planet. Yeah. He has this cool about him that I, I became a better person after this interview. Just by sitting in there, his coolness is just on another level. So with that being said, okay... <laughs> I understand that I sound like a fanboy to the max. Dude, no, you think that. I'm telling you. But I'll tell you straight up. I'll tell you straight up. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not in the habit of lying on this show in general. Yeah. But, like, when I saw that it was Jerry, like, I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. Like, 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 literally inside, yeah. I was like, I was like, literally, I think I was in my chair in, a, in my office. And I saw, no, I was It was at 6 o'clock when the email yeah, yeah, came yeah. in. Yep. Like, I don't. I can't remember where I was, but like, oh no, I was out on a shopping trip handling some personal business, mm -hmm. and I saw the email and I opened it up, which I rarely do. Use I don't check it out till I. But like, I happened to be like, oh okay, let me check out the details. It says your your interview with Jerry Cantrell is on. I was like, oh yeah, oh, oh, like <laughs> it's different. There's rock stars and then there's legends, and yes. he's a legend. And yes. you know what? Yes. You could say that I'm fanboying out right now, but if you don't fanboy out while meeting Jerry Cantrell, then are you really a rock fan? You're talking about a dude who's part of like what could have been called the Beatles movement of the 90s yeah. in grunge. Yeah. Like, it's like Lane Staley and Jerry. Yeah. You got... Uh, Chris Cornell. You got Chris Cornell. Yeah. You got uh, that one guy in STP who's dead, whose name I can't remember for some reason. Scott Weiland. Scott Weiland. Yeah. And then you got Eddie Vedder. Yeah. Like, those are like the Mount Rushmore. Oh, yeah. and of course, Kurt Cobain. Kurt yeah. Cobain. So those are the five heads of Mount Rushmore, and we got to talk to him. It was nuts. It was an insane experience, and uh, it was just incredible it was it was everything that i could have he handed me a guitar pick and said here you go man and i was just like and there's a part during the interview where i do screw up and i'm not deleting it out because it made it it turned i if I you did, had i would scream at you i did my best to turn it into a question which actually turned into a great elton john story so it was just man i tell you what like what happened with this interview and afterwards it was just an incredible experience that uh that i i'm so happy to be able to share with you guys and uh some great content in here too so this episode again brought to you by our friends at charlotte shoe and leather repair charlotte shoe and leather charlotte repair, shoe and leather repair. 
You have to say it like a battle horn. Uh, quality professional craftsmanship. <laughs> Shout out to the crew there. When it comes to where do you take your boots at in Ingham County, you go to Charlotte Shoe Repair. You could order on the website. You can ship it in. They'll fix your shoes right there. Yep. They will also re-dye your shoes too, which is awesome. If you got those old boots to where you're like, I want them to look a little bit newer, take it to Charlotte Shoe Repair. Yeah. Don't wait. Go to Charlotte Shoe Repair. Thank you, Mr. Monotone Man. I, I don't know. I was like, it. I was like, what can I say? Like, I'm like the la- I think in the in the last three intros we've done, mm-hmm. I've said pretty much everything I can about everything I know about Charlotte Shoe Repair. Listen, if you're still listening to this and you listen to all the interviews and you're like, I still don't know where to get my shoes replaced at then a like, repair. We, then we need to sit you down and have a conversation. Yeah. Like, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Charlotte Shoe Repair is a place to go. Like, and it's it's literally not just for like some fancy pantsy shoes. Like for shoe advice. Yeah. Like they know everything about shoes and feet and hips and making sure that you make transversing from one place to another. A pleasurable experience. Okay, that just sounds weird. <laughs> they provide outstanding value, service, and of course, comfort. It's what it's all about at Charlotte Shoe Repair. Check them out online at charlotteshoerepair.com. Without any further ado, uh, the interview with Jerry Cantrell for Allison Chains on the Art and Span Show podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Jerry from Allison Chains, how are you, man? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. Good. Yeah. It's hot outside. It's a little warm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not. Uh, it's not Texas hot. So, but no. it is. But it is a little sweaty. Now, yeah. it's not Seattle rainy either. So you must no. be enjoying it, right? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I pretty much. Uh, I. 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 I, I Gave up on the uh, Seattle rain. I, I, I pretty much go up there in the summer as exclusively, which we did yeah. when we recorded the Rainier Fog album. So yeah, uh, I prefer Seattle in the summertime. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to talk to you about that because I mean, it's the uh, first album being recorded in Seattle in 22 years. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Rainier Fog. What was that experience like being back home? Uh, you know, it's it's always cool. I mean, uh, it's just such a it was a, it's such a historic uh studio we all all of the bands have recorded there uh there's so much great music has been recorded to that studio and it's really unfortunate that we were probably one of the last big rock records recorded there because it doesn't exist anymore wow. it folded shortly after we uh we we finished it but always cool being home seattle is so gorgeous in the summertime you know it was it was good to good to uh you know touch base and and uh and and uh you know we did all of the basic tracks there we did uh, a bunch of vo- vocals and overdubs in uh, nashville at our mm-hmm. producer nick raskilinich's place and then uh just kind of top kind of finished it off in la yeah but uh you know our base of operations uh even even on even on the earlier records you know facelift and 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 dirt those were recorded on in seattle and la you know? oh, okay and uh so la you know, just uh, we, the majority of our records, I guess, have been recorded there. But uh, we hadn't been back there for for a, a good chunk of a record since uh, since the Dog record. You know, the self titled record. So yeah, it was great. We you, came up with a came up with a really good piece of work. We're really proud of it, and uh, uh, I think it's one of our best records. And people have really responded to it. It's great. Yeah, and you guys did something very unique with this record. You made a music video for every single track. How, yeah. how difficult was that? Because that seems like such a time, like mm. getting all of those done in a short period of time. I mean, you guys were releasing them so fast. Um, but what was that process like? Well, it was uh, 
we actually got really lucky with that because uh, you know we had a we had a friend that was interested. He was making a kind of an independent kind of sci-fi kind of movie, and uh, uh, he came in early on and had a uh, gave us a little pitch of like maybe kind of joining up on on uh, on getting that movie made, but also uh, kind of accompanying each one of the tracks you know uh, on the album with with a little episode of that movie and then yeah. really you know two things that completely don't have anything to do with each other but it's a cool marriage actually yeah uh, of, of, of of the visual idea of his artistic piece and our artistic piece and kind of putting Mashing together, together. it's it served both of us very well and uh, you know it's people want people like content so there 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 was something for every tune like you say and uh, you know and then we did also did a few uh a few little uh kind of regular rock videos with with him shooting those as well yeah you so. guys did the rainier fog one which uh, correct me if i'm wrong because i'm not from the area but yeah. it, that was the it was kind of a playoff of the rainier beer oh, commercials yeah, back sure. in the day yeah yeah, yeah. now yeah. and you guys always pay homage to where you're from how important is that to you i mean when you think of that era yeah. where you and soundgarden and pearl jam all sure. came from how important is that to you well your home's your home you yeah. know where we all come from you know standing in this room that your your home is your home you may not live in living you know where you're where in your home anymore but uh where you come from is always part of your story and it's also close to your heart you yeah know, even, even if you're not there so uh you know uh seattle's a wonderful place uh you know i'm re- really glad that i grew up there and 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 uh was lucky enough to be spawned there <laughs> and, uh, and uh so uh like a salmon uh it was good to uh to uh come back and uh lay some eggs on a on a yeah. record and for the next generation and, <laughs> and uh, uh funny enough I, our i think our first show on this tour was uh playing on the space needle we did a little acoustic set wow. that was the very first show that we did and the very last show that we're going to do on this tour is also going to be at Seattle at the Seahawks Stadium. Yeah, not inside That's the stadium, but uh, w- but it, like kind of a convention center yeah. area inside of it. So so we're we're doing the doing the salmon salmon yeah. life's life lifespan, but in two years instead of four. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I, it's crazy when when you think about Starting it. Starting and ending where are we st- where are we where we're from. Yeah, and well, and I mean when you yeah. look at the things that you've been able to do yeah. due to having a love of music. I mean, you have your own signature guitar. I was reading that when Blue gives way to black, you have Elton John playing piano. Black gives way to blue. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm nervous. Obviously, this that's is right. like a superstar right. moment right that, here. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> but, but when I'm you, here to correct you, man. I know. it's all good. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm, and I'm, talk about your salmon and laying the eggs and stuff. We're, uh, you know? we're, 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 we're flying this plane together. Yeah. All right. Co- but when you, when you think about that, I mean, that's a dream collab for anyone. Yeah, what what for was sure. that experience like? It's just one of those things that you never expect to happen. It's just kind of a serendipitous thing. You know? yeah. And uh, I remember when I was writing that song, uh, my, I believe uh, I could could be wrong but i think i think my guitar tech at the time tim dawson uh he plays a little bit of keys and i think he put down some i'm like this thing needs some piano or something so yeah he put down some little basic pads and stuff for it and and uh uh it it really added a nice little texture because it's kind of a really spare kind of emotional tune and uh when it came time to actually record it for real um we were trying to think of who we'd let, you know, who we were going to call in to, uh, to play it. And, uh, Todd, uh, our longtime assistants, uh, 
you may all know him as Baldy. Uh, he also had worked for Elton John, and and we we, we kind of share a lot of people or whatever. He's been a. It's pretty much the reason I started wanting to be a musician was Elton John. So yeah, he's pretty much my ultimate musical hero. This where where it started for me, and. Um, uh, Todd's like, why, I, why don't you call Elton? And yeah. I'm like, man, he's not going to do that. Dude. <laughs> Just he's, call him. He's Elton John, and he's got <laughs> yeah. shit to do. You know, he, uh, He's not going to have time for that. He's like, and, and he said exactly what you just said. Well, you never know unless you ask, right? So I'm like, all right. So I sat down, got his email, wrote him a little thing, and I explained, explained the, the significance of this song because we were starting over, and, and we, were, we were all making a... Uh, taking a gamble to 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 start again and also uh, to uh, to honor our friend Lane, which that song is about. It's, yeah. it's it's honoring it's honoring our time with him, him passing, and it's also honoring us moving on. All of those things. And he got back to me right away. He's like, "I love the song. I love the sentiment. I, I totally want to play on it." Yeah. So it was the. It was the very last thing we recorded was Elton's piano on that wow. record. We were all done, and uh, finally got it scheduled right for us to go to uh, Las Vegas. And uh, we went into the studio, and Elton has a has a soccer team, as he would. And, <laughs> well, he owns a soccer team, and his team was playing, so he was a little bit late. And it's like he'll be down. The game's running a little long. Were you like, nervous at all? Yeah, of course, of yeah. course, of course. We're all just kind of, you know joking around and pacing around but the coolest thing was was looking at the piano in the middle of the room and it's got it's got the music for for a song i wrote and and a song i wrote for my friend you know for lane i wrote that song for lane and seeing that on elton's piano was just like a you know it was a i mean it still gives me chills just thinking about it yeah and then to see him come in and be be part of the team you yeah. know he didn't come in and like okay you know melton john this is the way, you know, way it's gonna be blah, blah, blah. <laughs> i'm gonna do it this way he came in and he was a part of the band wow know? and it was it was really great and he actually played a really kind of much more of a uh subdued thing than we initially were like hey man go for it you know do whatever do whatever you want and he's like nah it, it doesn't really need it you yeah know, just i'm just gonna play a little sub, little subdued kind of thing and go with the go with the vibe of the tune yeah you know? and, and it, it was great is he a lot like prince to where like when he walks in you know he's there because he just has this aura of about course him yeah that... for sure wow for sure he's a he's, he's a great great dude He's a super huge fan of music, uh, you know, uh, from the early days on. I think, uh, you know, he's a he's one of those audiophile guys where, like, every week, you know, I mean, I think there was a, you know, I don't know if you saw the documentary on Tower Records. And no. Stuff, like, no. Like, of him walking through with his assistant with just, just, like, big cardboard boxes, just throwing records. Yeah. Picking records out every week, you know. I wow. think that guy's probably got everything that's ever been recorded, and he's yeah. just a huge fan of music. So... Uh, knowing that about him, uh, you know, that's all that's on, you know, he inspired me to want to become a musician. And then later in life, you know, being able to collaborate on him uh, with, with music and, and then also still see also still see his uh, still see his joy and that he's still a fan of 
music yeah that's not his he just loves music and so yeah, he keeps up with everything and that uh inspired me yet again yeah you know, later in life you know uh last question uh you have 10 tracks for this album yeah the first one kicks off with the one you know and yeah. it's such an iconic you know that jerry riff <laughs> and obviously the fans know when it comes yeah. when do you know that it's like yeah. okay that riff or that melody is perfect for an alice in chain song it's you know more often than not I'm I'm right I'm not not all the time not all the time I've got plenty of you know uh, plenty of times where I, I've thought something is cool and I'll I'll put it down and I'll lay it and lay it down and then we'll either revisit revisit it later or when the band plays it it's like eh, I guess that isn't as cool as I thought it was you yeah. know what I mean but but I, I have I, I I have been really lucky to to uh, when I pick up. Uh, an instrument and it happens to me a lot when I uh, actually pick up like new instruments instruments that I haven't played it's, it's a guitar it's got six strings but it's a different guitar than I have played uh, I'll come up with an idea and they happen all the time one just happened to me today at soundcheck and I'll, I'll be I'll be playing something and, and just something goes off in my head hey this is a good one record that yeah you know? and uh I won't really do anything with it right now, but what I do, by the time we're done with a two-year tour or whatever, I'll have 50 or 60 of Jeez, those little nuggets, so right? Crazy. And then I go kind of sift through those and kind of build around them. Yeah. You know? Just you have little moments. So it's good to document the end for anybody, any 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 budding musician or songwriter or whatever. Anytime you got an idea, man, grab a burger wrapper, write it down, yeah. like whatever. Like, you know, in the old days, it was a little, the well, little, 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 little handheld yeah. tape, and now you just do your phone or right. whatever, you know. Or, or or your computer and uh uh you know a good example of that uh, uh another riff that i really like is uh, oh, is the riff to stone you know that yeah. ben, that bendy riff and uh um the funny part about that is i didn't even write it on guitar i just had so shoulder surgery and that was between black gives way to blue and the devil put dinosaurs here and i mm -hmm. was rehabbing and it was a long rehab uh it's, you know it's about a good six eight month uh, rehab with a labor repair and some bone spurs and stuff. So I, I'm my wings all messed up. I can't play guitar, but I'm sitting. I think I was sitting playing video games or something, you know, like playing Call of Duty or something, you know. And I just had this riff come into my head, and I started singing it, and I sang it into my phone. Bow, 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 yeah. bow, bow, bow. Mike laughs about it all the time because I played it for him. I'm like, this is gonna be killer, and he's like, okay, yeah, uh, whatever, dude. Uh, yeah. And I played it on guitar, and he's like, whoa, that is good. Yeah. <laughs> like, but but I could have just came up with it just hearing it in my head, you know. Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot of other musicians say this, or a lot of a lot of other artists of of uh, all sorts of genres. That, and I feel this way myself. And I don't think it's exclusive to us. I think it's. I think we're all like this. I think we're all antennas for ideas and and for things to come to you as long as you're open enough to receive the message. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I've, I've always felt that 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 there's there's stuff floating around out there and 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 every, every once in a while you're just in the right space for that frequency to hit in to yeah. get the idea and i've i've always felt that uh, uh a lot of my stuff kind of comes to me that way yeah it's come to me out of the blue and like okay i gotta i gotta get that down what know? i got from that is i i would have never guessed that Jerry from Alice in Chains plays Call of Duty. Yeah, you, you play. Oh, yeah. So you could be online getting headshot yeah, from Jerry. Well, you know, I'm old enough. I'm old enough to remember the first video game. Yeah, uh, you yeah. Know what I mean, so yeah. So you know, I was. You know, I would. I would like. I would like. Uh, you know, rifle through the uh, rifle through my mom's chains purse and go through the 
couch and find quarters and stuff and i'd ride my bike down to the five and dime to play donkey kong and asteroids and stuff you know what i mean and i'd i've always loved video games so i still play them yeah what's your go-to game right now uh right now uh I'm really sad to say that because I'm almost done with it, even though they, they I think they're going to give another update. Uh, and it's such a glitchy game, and I know this about it every time, and it only comes out every four or five years, but Fallout. I, I love Fallout for, oh, yeah. for, for all the glitchiness of it, and I wish they would get that crap together because <laughs> it, it, could, it could be so much better. But, but I love Fallout. Uh, uh, I, I love Grand Theft Auto, but I heard they're not going to make those anymore. They're make, Well, they're making the next one, yeah. but it's for the next generation of consoles. So it'll be for they the are. PS5. Yes, they just announced oh like God, last week. Oh, so cool. Because, yeah. Uh, and that, Call of Duty, uh, those are probably my top three. Call of Duty, Fallout, this, the Fallout series. and Yeah. And it would be Auto. great if you guys yeah. would do a track and team up with because Event oh, Sevenfold we've, has done that. We've had, we've had our music in, in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Uh, I, think we, I think maybe one of the Call of Duties we might add a tune you know we, we've, we've collaborated with some video games that's before. awesome yeah. hey it's an honor to talk to you thank yeah. you so much for your time I know you're a busy guy no problem. we're backstage here with Q106